Welcome to the Brain Coffee Podcast, where doctors Eric Luthard and Albert Kim unlock life's little mysteries about health, wellness, entertainment, technology, and how the brain makes sense of it all. Sit back, relax, and open up your mind. I just saw a patient the other day, yeah. and you know, I was just so struck by, uh, by how the entire family, I and mean, this happens so often, you've seen this too, how the whole family gets together, rallies behind the patient, helps the patient uh, see through their treatments, you know, even helps them take walks every day. Right. And, uh, you know, I wonder if, you know, just physical strength, physical resilience, mental resilience, that helps. It's an interesting constellation. Because so often these patients want to have, you know, some level of control. You know, right. the question they always ask me is, can I change my diet? Right. You know, to help fight this. What do you tumor. say to that, by the way? Yeah. Uh, I say, you know, well-balanced, nutritious diet is yeah, the, I do the too. way to go. I say don't, not a lot of sugar drinks either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the PET scan is a sugar scan, that's basically. That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And so I think people want, really want to have a sense of, you know, what factors can they control? And one of the things I think that you see when a patient is confronted by a brain tumor is that it really kind of strips away all the superficial stuff. And you kind of see people as they are. Yeah, that's true. And, um, and I think that you, you see a lot of variability in how people cope and kind of with something that nobody ever wants to be told, that you oh, have yeah. a brain tumor. I, mean, I have some thoughts about this yeah. too. What are the components of coping well? And, and I think ultimately, does a coping well also help you overcome the disease? I guess those are two different things we should you talk know, about. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about overcoming the disease, but you know, I, I certainly see kind of a, a certain group of people who I think do pretty well relative to the disease that they have. And I think it has a lot to do with stress coping mechanisms. And you, you yeah, mentioned, it, you mentioned yeah. it earlier that, uh, for instance, you know, in mice, if people get you know, steroids, you know, that it can potentially make the, the tumor worse. Right? Yeah, no, that's right. And I right. think that we know, you know that we, in the setting of, of stress, our cortisol levels go up and that uh, um, that inhibits our immune system. And I think that your immune system is really critical for how you fight these tumors. So people who have good coping skills, and again, that can be a number of different things. That can be good family. Some people have really strong faith-based, you know, kind of, you know, orientation that they find meaning in their disease and meaning behind it. Or, you know, maybe it's meditation, but people who can manage their stress, it seems to me at least, on average, do better with kind of some of these really dire malignant brain tumors. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, uh, I guess even it, even down to them making it to the treatments, right? That's right. Right, because right. if they're not physically able to face that treatment that day, you know, they're, they're not going to get to it. So That's right. I think yeah, yeah. in a practical sense and also maybe more in a, a sort of more emotional, spiritual sense, I think it helps yeah, these yeah. people. But I, absolutely, family is just so important. Actually, it's amazing. I don't see that many patients um, in whom the family doesn't, you know, sort of rally behind mm -hmm. them when this, mm -hmm. when the, this, yeah, no, the I think that's right. Strike. I think that's, that's right. It's actually quite optimistic. You yeah, know? no, I think that's right. I, I think that really does pull people together. And yeah. it, it's, for us, it's kind of the privilege and the honor in these dark moments to be, kind of help guide people through this. Right, you right. Know, I think that really is, because you really see kind of, I think, kind of, you know, kind of really what is a beautiful cohesion of people coming together. Yeah, no, absolutely. We've mentioned family structure. We mentioned you mentioned the uh, spiritual side of things, uh -huh. helping you cope. What do you? I mean, I exercise. I, I, I think I have so. To, I have to think exercise. Yeah, some had, exercise. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've had some patients who are really exceptional athletes. You know, for instance, uh, who are triathlon runners who seem to do pretty well. Right. Uh, right. When you think about our last brain works, you know, uh, um, you know that that was based on a patient who was a triathlete, and uh, he's doing 
unbelievable. No, you're right. I, I remember one patient, he, even on the chemotherapy, he was doing like five miles a day, which uh -huh. is, that's I can't even, that's I can't amazing. Even two miles is, a day. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it certainly helps out. Um, you know, it, actually, and it's not only on the patient side, this is kind of just an interesting aside. You know, they talk about doctors having substantial amount of burnout. I mean, I, I mean, me personally, and, and mm -hmm. I think what I see yeah. from you, yeah. I mean, we love our job. I don't, I don't really right. feel it that much, but I can understand that in other doctors. And the only thing that seems to reliably suppress that burnout in doctors is exercise also. Yeah, so it's no, that's, that's right, this, that's right. You know, it's interesting, like what does can cause you to burn out? I mean, I actually think it has less to do with patients. I actually has to do with all the stuff around it. Because there's been a lot of studies that have shown actually the amount of clicks you know, or like the amount of like, um, you know, kind of times you have to interact with the computer leads to more burnout than actually the, the oh, patient yeah. interaction. Oh yeah, I can believe that. I can believe that. So, so we have the family, spirituality. We have exercise. I mean, another thing I might think about is meaning, joy, purpose. You know, I would maybe add to that meditation. Right? You know, like uh, mindfulness. I don't know that it has been tested in brain tumors, but I know that it, uh, mindfulness has been looked at for depression and Alzheimer's, and it seems to have, certainly for depression, has a beneficial effect. So, so mindfulness that, meaning like, I'm thinking about what I'm thinking or feeling right now, that, that's... Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I there, you know, mindfulness is, a, is kind of a, a more, I guess maybe a secular or more kind of, you know, you know, scientific term for what a lot of people refer to as meditation. Oh, okay. You know, where basically you go into a state of, you know, calm presence. You don't ruminate about ideas. And there's a number of different methods that you can do to achieve mindfulness. Some people kind of think about different parts of their body in, in series, so they really become present to the moment. And it seems to reduce a lot of brooding ruminations, which are associated, which are associated with stress. And that affects, again, cortisol going up and down. And uh, so they reduce their cortisol levels. And that seems to be helpful for people kind of who are uh, elderly uh, and be somewhat preventative for cognitive decline and helps in depression. It makes sense. I, my parents are actually Buddhists, so I heard a, a lot about meditation growing up. But I, I did your parents meditate? Yeah, yeah. They, really the, the breathing, and it, so it sounds a lot like this mindfulness. It's really about the breathing. Yeah, you focus first. focus on body elements. That's right. right. And then not judging what thoughts or emotions come into your head, but just uh -huh. letting them sort of come in and out. That's and right. It's almost like a biofeedback. That's exactly what it is. Kind of thing, and so yeah. maybe that's how you decrease your stress levels. That's yeah. interesting. And and those those type of activities are sh shown to be associated with physiologic changes in your brain beyond just uh, um, cortisol. For instance, again going back to get a brain computer interface type of stuff, we know, for instance, that mindfulness mm -hmm. is associated with a theta rhythm, hmm. and uh, and theta rhythms are associated with frontal lobe and hippocampus, and basically those areas that you see an increase in theta rhythm. So it seems to be better in training your frontal lobe and your, your hippocampus for, uh, for, I think, general integration of information. I see, I see. So all of these things have to be brought together. Patient has more grit, patient does better. I should probably have more transparent, frank conversations about these aspects. I mean, I'm always talking about just treatments and things you know, like I, that I, I at think next it's visit. And as I think about it, and I, we have these conversations all the time. I, this is a great thing to bring up with patients as well. Just you know, I actually, you know, because it's one of the things that they control. Right. I think so, and so often in these situations where you feel like completely out of control because you've oh, been yeah. given a diagnosis that's really threatening everything, like giving them things that they can, you know, kind of have a tangible grasp on. But you know, when I have to do awake surgeries, I actually will send them to mindfulness training um, because I, I find that they basically wake, you know, when, when for a part of the surgery where they have to wake up where we can do brain mapping, I see. they tend to wake up much Things go calmer better. and they, they do much better and they need less anesthesia. Oh, well, that's interesting. But I think your point of like, hey, let's talk about this on a regular basis is actually a really good one. Yeah, I think I'm going to start doing I that. think that's right, actually.